Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. The Beer Guys Radio Show, on demand. Sponsored by Hop Spot Beer Tours of Atlanta. Online at hopspotbeertours.com. The Beer Guys Radio Show, live in Atlanta, Saturdays at 1 p.m. Streaming to the world on am920theanswer.com. Proudly broadcasting from the AM 920 studios in Buckhead, Atlanta. It's the Beer Guys Radio Show. The only radio show in the South dedicated to art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. And welcome to another edition of the Beer Guys Radio Show. I'm Aaron Williams. And I'm Tim Dennis. And as the man said, we are Georgia Radio for Georgia Beer. Yes, we are. We cover the craft beer industry in Georgia like no one else. You can stay in touch with us at BeerGuysRadio.com or follow us along on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check us out. Absolutely. Plus, go to BeerGuysRadio.com and sign up for Tim's email list, which is This Week in Georgia Beer, and be entered to win some great prizes. Tim, we've got a pretty awesome show today. I'm pretty excited about this. What's going on? So this week we will be talking to Evan Scanlon of Abide Brewing Company. Evan's uh, one of the co-owners there at Abide. And uh, Evan's uh, brought us some uh, beers to share from Abide. I hope so. I see a cooler down there, so I'm pretty excited about that. Evan, thanks for joining us, Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. Plus, we're going to be talking about an interesting letter I received from one of our colleagues and the economic impact of beer tourism. We'll also have, of course, this week in Georgia Beer and a giveaway to... Yeah, very excited about that. Absolutely, so. Aaron. Let's get to it, man. What'd you What'd you drink this week? Listen, I'm not even going to come close to your beer list, which seems to be this the way it goes every week. But you can't uh, hang, Aaron. I can't hang, man. Listen, I um I want to give out a shout out to Terrapin though because it's IPA season for me, and uh, when I'm talking Terrapin IPAs, I usually go with Hopsecutioner. But you know what? I just had their High Five IPA. And uh, I'm a convert, man. Hopsecutioner is great, but that High Five is a really nice West Coast IPA. Uh, citrusy, a really nice drinker, so I'm a fan of that one. And also, you and I also went to the Hapeville, down to the south side a little bit, to check out mm-hmm. Arches Brewing and got to sample a bunch of their beers before they opened to the public today. We'll talk about that later. But uh, interesting thing, though, they're making lagers, which is kind of a rarity when it comes to craft beer. Personally, I thought their Dunkel was really on point, and their Pale Ale was solid, too. What do you think? I thought they were really tasty beers. And, you know, you and I have talked a little bit about it, Aaron, how I'm not opposed to some of these lager styles coming no, back. You know, some of these not. lighter beers and that. Uh, I love a big, heavy, double bourbon barrel stout. <laughs> exactly. 92% stout. But uh, sometimes you want to drink in beer. You no, know, definitely. Down. So I really enjoyed their, uh, their. I think they call it their unseasonal lager, yep. the lager that they're doing there. Uh, the Dunkel was great. You know, nice and malty, but, uh, you know, clean, really good flavor there. And uh, that Russian Imperial Stout was tasty, too. That was pretty uh, much so. on point, too. So, yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, and they said there that they're they're looking. They know the Hateville community may not be a craft beer community, so mm-hmm. to speak. So they want to be the gathering place for Hateville. Yeah. They want people to come in there that may not have had beer and uh, check it out, you know, kind of introduce them and educate them. Uh, so some great uh, great segue beers there. Yeah, you know, and I got a good friend stuff. of mine that uh, lives in the Hapeville uh, East Point area, and they really are uh, very uh, um, uh, adamant about keeping their stuff local. So I think um, they're going to do good things there uh, down in the south side. Yeah, so. absolutely. 
So it'd be good. Uh, now, you also spent a weekend in Athens last weekend. You visited Creature Comforts, Terrapin, and uh, some little thing they called the Classic City Brewfest. Yeah, a little, a little brew fest little, little they have over there. So, yeah, I did. So I did. Uh, went over Saturday morning, stayed over through Sunday for the uh, for the beer fest. The representing beer guys, we had a booth you over did. there. So it was a good time. But uh, so, in, in, so I started off at Creature Comforts, went there, uh, tried to catch the King's Ransom that they just released, which is mm-hmm. a collaboration they did with Brooklyn's other half. And it's a big, bold Baltic. Porter. Really tasty beer. I was able to get some of that. It was a Terrapin's Anniversary Fest, their 14th Anniversary Fest, so we went over there. And Aaron, you mentioned the High Five. You would you would like this. They had uh, oh, I don't know how many it was, but several casks of High Five that they'd added different fruits and stuff to. Awesome. So different variations of that. A huge okay. cask tent with the High Five. Plus, what was that big car they had? Was that the, the Cargerator? That's, I call it the Cargerator. <laughs> it's fantastic. That's, I, I dubbed it the Cargerator. So yeah, it looks like a can of Hopsecutioner. And uh, the front end, you can put a keg of beer in there and serve it just right out of the grill area there. Yeah. Check out so, our Instagram feed for pictures of that, Yeah, I got too, a picture so. of that. And then I went to a little gastro pub over there that's uh, that's uh, been, you know, getting some talk. Catch 22. We actually tried some of their yeah, stuff. Yeah, they had their at, tacos at the Tiny Palooza at a couple Tiny weeks Palooza. ago. So yeah. check that out. And of course, I had to stop in Five Points Bottle Shop and yes. pick up uh, one or two beers there. Yeah, so, one or two. You know, yeah, you got you to so. keep it keep it low key it there. And the the festival just just an amazing festival. You know, everybody's in there. The the Graduate Athens Hotel is a very neat venue. The way they had to set it up, they had the Cascal Pavilion, different galleries with the breweries. It just seemed uh, to be very well run. And shout out to Owen Ogletree, yeah, friend of the who, show, who does that yep. that festival. He did a great job. Everybody had a great time, and uh, we drank some tasty beer. Yeah, some of the standouts of that. Uh, you know, of course, you were working uh, representing beer guys, so you know, so, I said, you but, know, you you had, know I had a friend there with me that brought me a few pours. I definitely didn't get to all of them that I wanted to, but uh, uh, I'd mentioned this a little bit on social media, but Southern Brewing Company had a fooder beer. Okay. One of the first uh, fruited fooder beer that was really tasty, you know, just a you know a little bit of tartness. I talked to the to the brewer some about that. That was nice. And uh, uh, a wrecking bar brought, okay. uh, brought their Neapolitan Jimmy Stout. All right, so that strawberry, vanilla, yeah, chocolate so thing going on. Yeah, so it was excellent. So, and you know, those are a couple that I mentioned that I remember. Uh, a non-Georgia beer, I tried Dankosaurus. Okay, I think that's from Cedar Creek. I hadn't tried that before, and that's a nice IPA. Now, uh, for the uninitiated, what is a fooder, by the way? A uh, fooder is it's a large Evan. You, can, can you help me out? Some on this one is it? Uh, it's a big. So it's barrel, a huge right? wooden yeah. uh, vat. So it, it's kind of like a mega barrel. Okay, and I don't know all the details of it, but they're oak, you know, they're wood. They, uh, yeah, I did talk to them some about it. So they've they've added microbes to that, kind of inoculated the barrel. So you know, as they as they do, I asked them would they do that, you know, kind of Solera style, where they pull a little bit and then add more and kind of keep it going. And they said each time they'll mostly drain it and mm-hmm. then, but they'll leave enough in there that's kind of keeps that culture going. So the barrel, the the fooder itself will be inoculated, and each batch of beer they have will get those microbes that have. That are living in the fooder. Yeah, popular style over in Europe, Belgium, yeah. especially. Yeah, that they yeah. use a lot so of that. So cool stuff. Really, yeah. they're doing really neat stuff over there. And we talked to them some about, you know, about talking to them. You know, getting them sure. on the show. We're gonna we're gonna work that out. And boy, I tell you, they've they've got a long way to to, to road to hoe with Terrapin and Creature Comfort. So they've got a, a big uh, ante to uh, to get to if they're uh, if they're gonna compete with those yeah. guys because there's a. Athens is uh, again blowing up as far as it's a as great the beer it's a goes. great beer town. Yeah, it's 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 a fun little town. You know, everything is fairly close. So, you know, in Atlanta, you could spend half an hour going from one to the other, and uh, within ten minutes or so, you can be from one place to the next in Athens. It'd be a nice place for beer tourism. For you example. know, I don't. Th- that's not legal in our state, Aaron. It's one not. Day. You know, and so it's we'll funny see. because that transitions nicely into some of our headlines that we talked about this week. And you posted something uh, that was pretty interesting. 
from a blog, which uh, is kind of a funny name. The, this is yeah. why I'm drunk blog. Right. So I saw this <laughs> on uh, on the beer, beer forum on Reddit where they were just talking about, you know, uh, 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 beer tourism, you know, mm-hmm. ju- just what it is. And some of the stats that they gave, uh, you know, it's a really good art- article. Like Aaron said, the name of the blog is This is Why I'm Drunk, but a really solid article here. So I think he wrote this at least somewhat sober. I so. hope so. Yes. But just some of the quick stats here. The daily spending per, per tourist in Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, people going to the city specifically to spend on beer. So yeah. there's, they've got uh, 72% of visitors to breweries in Vermont are from out of state bringing the tourists in. Uh, just one beer festival in Oregon accounts for uh, $30 million in tourism. That's a lot the, of money. In the state, you know, yeah. it's, it's massive. So uh, they talked about, you know, how Asheville, their brewery yeah. district, kind of revitalized kind of a, a, a decaying part of the city, kind of brought that back to life. And uh, that uh, Wicked Weed and yeah. Oscar Blues, between the two of them, 500,000 visitors each uh, per year. Yeah. So, you know, these are just, uh, the, the numbers don't lie about it. Mm-hmm. You've got numbers of people coming in for tourism, uh, for beer tourism. They're spending money on lodging. They're spending money on beer. They have to eat They're You know, if someone is bringing the family along or that, they're they're likely to go do other things there. So there's just a a lot to be said for for beer tourism. Yeah. And I'm looking at places like Crog Street or someplace downtown around the Beltline. You know, the Beltline would just be perfect for having almost a brewery tour. A walking brewery tour right there between Lut Ponce and then up towards uh, the uh, the new facility that they've got there. Uh, um, I'm losing the name, but but by their KSM mm. PCM. Oh, yes, by PCM Ponce City Market, and uh, I think that'd be great. I mean, you've got a couple of them already starting to go there. Of course, Hop right. City's got got it, and uh, I believe it's uh, Torch Top is right there too. Mm-hmm. So. Hopefully that will grow, but you know, if we had some decent laws that would help right. us do that, or at least you relaxation know, just, of them. Another place I was talking with Matt that's starting up Variant Brewing in Roswell today, and I told him I think Roswell has oh, the yeah. potential to be because there's another. I just uh, discovered another. Uh, read about this uh, Steady Hand Brewing Company is coming to Roswell. Okay. There's also a brew pub and planting there. So yep. we've and got Gate, Gate City. City. Right? Yeah. Uh, there's Gate City. There's Abbey of the Holy Goats, Variants and Planting, Steady Hand, uh, possibly a brew pub. And, you know, Roswell, not a massive city. So no. it could be quite a scene there if the laws were friendly to allow that. Yeah, that so, would be nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, speaking of laws and uh, interesting emails, one of our colleagues here at uh, the Salem Media Network is uh, Dana Barrett. She does a show on Biz 1190 from 9 to 11. She had our friend Nancy Palmer from the uh, Georgia Craft Brewers on the other day, uh, she got an interesting email that she forwarded to me, and it was from the PR agency for the Georgia Beer Wholesalers Association, and uh, they were basically rebutting everything that uh, Ms. Palmer was saying on Dana's show. And one thing I, inter- I was interested is, uh, in is that they were talking about brewery growth over the past 20 years, 1995 to 2015. And uh, one of the numbers that the uh, Georgia Beer Wholesalers Association says to kind of prove the point that uh, beer is strong and beer is growing despite our restrictive laws is that the number of brewery permits in Georgia increased 800% compared to 524% by the rest of the country. Now, Tim, any reason why they would choose 1995 as a starting point? You know, it's funny you ask that, Aaron, because there is a reason they would choose 1995 as as a starting point. What would that be? That is because, at that time, brew pubs were not legal in the state. Interesting. So, until 1996, when brew pubs were legal, and uh, that would definitely account for a fairly good-sized spike in in brewery permits. That it would, and uh, it's interesting. They're talking about having, Georgia has nine nine times as many breweries as it did in 1995. 95 again right. because brew pubs were allowed in 95 mm-hmm. and uh, compared to beer friendly states in Colorado and Oregon the state of Georgia 
outpaced them in brewery permits again since 90, 1995. Well, that's because Oregon and Colorado has had a ton of breweries sure. and you've reached that saturation point. So, yeah, but yeah, fi- finally, they also said yes. uh, this is all made possible by the partnerships between distributors and breweries working together to ensure Georgia is now and will always be a great place to produce beer. Right. So that's There's one other fact they don't mention. In 2004, the ABV cap was raised, and we talked to the guys at uh, Brickstore about that and what that meant for them, just having that ABV cap raised. So you can imagine for the breweries that the growth we'd see there, and I have, I'm looking into the numbers. There's a lot of data there, Aaron. Yeah. And you really could uh, manipulate it to say a bunch of things. So uh, when we get it together, we'll see you know, exactly what all it we'll says. We'll definitely explore this in depth in the coming weeks and months. You're listening to the Beer Guys radio show. Coming up after the break, we're going to chat with Evan from Abide Brewing, crack open a few of their beers, and talk shop. And we'll be right back after this. Want more beer, guys? Uh, make that want more beer, guys? Follow Tim and Aaron on Twitter at Beer Guys Radio, Facebook, Instagram, and online, BeerGuysRadio.com. The Beer Guys are back after this. It's Aaron and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you. This is Tim and Aaron from the Beer Guys, and here's the deal. You've got that one friend, you know, that one you can never shop for. He's got all that cool stuff. Yeah, that guy. Well, we've found something that they don't have, but they're going to want. The Atlanta Brew Box is a Georgia craft beer experience to go. Each box contains tour passes, a t-shirt, and a bunch of other swag from our local breweries. It's fully customizable, and starting at only 40 bucks, it's a great gift idea. It's unique, it's fun, and it is Atlanta. Head to BeerGuysRadio.com, click the link on the right-hand side of our webpage, and that will get you there. It's the Atlanta Brew Box, the Georgia Craft Experience in a box. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. And welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. And it is Georgia Radio for Georgia Beer. BeerGuysRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beer Guys Radio. Coming up later in the show, we're talking this week in Georgia Beer, including an anniversary party for one of the newest and most popular breweries in the state. I'll leave it up to you to figure out which one that is. Right. So in the studio with us this week, we have Evan Scanlon from Abide Brewing. Evan's one of the co-owners. Now they're out of Noonan, and they currently serve their craft ales in uh, Coweta, Fayette, Troop, Heard, Harris, and Merriweather County. Southside. Yeah. yeah. Evan, welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. No, definitely. Yeah, we appreciate it. So I tell you what, let's start off with something I enjoy to do. Let's drink a beer. Yeah, we haven't got some for so us, far, Evan, so. so you want to you wanna share that with us and tell us a little bit about what we're uh, drinking here? Yeah, definitely. This is our... Oop. Uh-oh. Our it's carbonated. Cat- yep, that's good. <laughs> it, had to, it had to do a little traveling to oh, get that's here. that's fine. So, yeah, yeah. A little, little road trip. Um, You're away from the equipment, so it's good. This is our Cat with the Common. Is our Hoppy American Blonde. Um, comes in at 5%. Kind of our gateway beer. There you go. I mean, it's, there's a lot of beer drinkers that really don't like yeah. big IPAs sure, or, right. or, or that kind of stuff. So we just did this as a kind of entry beer. Awesome. Thank you. Now, speaking of that, so where you guys are, do you see that? Is there much of the craft beer uh, beer geeks there? Or are you seeing people who look for more of the simple beers? It's 
We have a lot more simple uh, okay. beer That's drinkers. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're a dry county as well, so there's no package stores. There's some. There's no liquor stores. Some there's okay. one growler shop uh, in Noonan. There's one in Peachtree City. Some Kroger's and Publix, but there's not a place to go for liquor and wide range of beers. Okay, gotcha. Sure. Um, All right. Cheers, so, by the way. Yeah, cheers, cheers, cheers guys. Yeah. The aroma on that's great. Color's mm. great. Nice yeah, gold. Color is great. Golden. That's really nice. And, yeah. um, you know, we we designed it just for the everyday drinker. If you're mm. going out that's to nice. eat pizza, wings, or just kind of a, a basic entry beer that yeah. we you can drink. Tim, what do you call these? These are drinking beers. Drinking beers, are, exactly. And I stole that from my buddy Adam. That's his uh, drinking beer. Yeah, and so I, this I love is, this. This is the kind of kind of beer I'd have, you know, I always say when I'm out doing yard work or, you know, playing with the kids all day and yeah. I'm just hot and it's the summertime. This is perfect. So right. it's really good. Yeah. So sponsored, by tr- good sponsored by Truck and Tap, by the way. So thanks to the guys at Truck right. and Tap on that one. So, yeah, so I tell you what, Evan, won't you, you want to tell us a little bit about your story, kind of how you got into brewing, how you guys got met up, started your brewery? Yeah, it's... Um, uh, myself, Matt, and Phil um, kind of met locally. Um, we're sitting around and uh, met them having a beer. Um, As you do, right? Yeah, and we just started talking, and, you know, they said, oh, you know, we, we brew beer too, and kind of hit it off and just said, you know, let's get together and brew some beer. So weeks after weeks after weeks brewing, and it kind of kind of sucked brewing 10 gallons of beer for three people. So. Right, yeah. We decided to kind of build a little bigger system so we can brew. Same amount of time for 5, 10, 15, 20 gallons. Um, enjoy it and take a few more kegs home each. And it kind of snowballed from there to let's open a small brewery. That's I mean, small, start small, build a brand, um, and see where it goes. Now, how big is your brew house there right now? We operate as a three-barrel brew house. Uh, we have 24 barrels of fermentation capacity. Um, so... We do brew, you know, at a single time, three barrels, but we have the the ability to, you know, send out, you know, six to seven barrels per week. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, so you're pretty busy out there. Yeah, we're out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt and Phil were there brewing today. Mm. Uh, we're we're running at full capacity. Um, we're turning beers as fast as we can. It's just. And this isn't your full time job either, too. No, right? no, no. I've, I'm I'm an assistant superintendent in Golf Force. Um, Matt does. Uh, IT work and Phil does sales and marketing for healthcare yeah. provider. So it is a it is a full time job at the brewery. Yeah, but, yeah. But you, so, yeah. Double exactly. This is your second right. full time job. Yeah, right? exactly. So yeah. Now uh, you live in you you live in Noonan. Is that is that home base for you? Yes, yeah, so all three of us there live in Noonan. Um, Phil and I are kind of from Peachtree City, Noonan area. Um, Matt came down um, from Maryland. Uh, he had a family down here and came down for. Um, kind of be close to the family okay now that that was you know n- not much else definitely not another brewery in that area so was that was the fact that it's home and there was nothing there uh, you know is that why you decided to kind of build a noonan yeah um you know when we want to go to drink beer we had to come out of noonan and go to atlanta um so we decided to kind of take what we wanted people to come do to come down to noonan and see us um but yeah we, we started because that's home and and noonan needed a brewery and we decided to let Noonan have their first brewery. Now you guys have a pretty nice tasting room there, don't you? I believe I've seen pictures. I haven't been down to visit yet. Need to do that. But I've seen some pictures, and you have some pretty nice gatherings there uh, at your brewery, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's every week. It's, uh, you know, we get anywhere from 50 to 75 or even more than that. Um, we have a lot of new people. A lot of people come up, come down from Atlanta area, come over from Carrollton, 
come up from LaGrange, Columbus, but it's it's a pretty good crowd. It's the Beer Guys Radio Show, and we're talking with Evan Scanlon from Abide Brewing in Noonan. Now, you just celebrated your one-year anniversary, had a big old block party out there. Uh, how's the community been so far? That's been great. It's, it's really been great. Um, we were kind of worried because when we first opened, we had to – there was no laws to have a brewery, so we had to go get everything changed, sure. everything you know legalized. And we didn't know how that was going to be accepted from the community. And um, they – pretty much open wide armed and say let's there's 100% supportive and they're back behind us and it's it's pretty crazy it's pretty wild that's good cuz i know some communities that can be the challenge you know is if they there's not been any uh you know ground broke there before in those areas it, it's it, it can be quite a hurdle to get that going and and the fact that there's you know still a dry county so we didn't know how that was going to play into a part of it and how they would accept that. You need to trade names with this other brewery that's coming up there in Kennesaw if you guys are in a dry county there, you know. So yeah. maybe see if they if they want to swap with you there. So It's dry county, by the way, up in Kennesaw. We talked about it a couple weeks ago anyway. But, uh, yeah, um, are you looking to expand in the rest of the Atlanta metro area? I mean, right now you're on the south side. Are you looking to grow with that eventually? Yes. Uh, we, we currently um, occupied more space just recently. So we have a whole um, additional... 1,800 square feet that we're going to put a, a 10-barrel brew house in, mm-hmm. and we will expand our distribution to probably the 10 to 15 surrounding counties. I'm okay. not sure if we're quite ready for the heart of Atlanta market yet, but yeah. we're going to kind of inch our way that way and see how see how it goes for us. So over to Henry County, down to Macon, and that kind of area is yeah. what you're looking for? So, yeah. Good. Are you looking to get maybe expand to Kansas Models eventually, too, or are you just kind of looking to, to start slow here in the first, I guess, your second year of operation? Yeah, we'll probably start slow, um, at least get the, the new brew house up and running and see how much more man labor it's going to take to get and cost to get into either some type of package. Um, I know people are starting to use these mobile cannings and everything else. that we did. We're, try, we're weighing all these different options, but yeah. definitely our, our first goal is to get um, our, our new facility up and running. Yeah, that's something we we hear a lot of breweries talking about that. You know, do you invest in a canning line out of the gate or bottling canning line? You know, there's at least there is the option, you know, like with the two can guys that they can come there if you if you decide, you know, you want to package later. So so that's uh this seems like a, a, a good way to go, you know. You get something, you know, people take to the beach, especially a beer like this, you know, nice easy drinker like this, Cowita Common, you yeah. know, something you can Playing take golf, with you for out, example, so. at uh, that's right. at Evans Golf Course and yeah, uh, you know, go from there. So Definitely good. It's interesting that uh, we have kind of seen uh, an emergence of sort of uh, drinking beers, for lack of a better term. Right. I know we have Lake Country that's coming up over in Lake Oconee. You know, you guys, Dry County makes uh, drinking beers as well. Uh, it's nice to kind of see that uh, develop and kind of that art develop because really with a, with a beer like this, there's nowhere to hide. You know, you can't hide it in a big old bourbon barrel and, uh, and, and, and knock it off from there. You've got to... You've got to be pretty good at what you're doing to, to pull this one off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, how's uh, we talked a little bit about the community and kind of that it's not necessarily a beer geeky area there. So are you finding a lot of people that are coming in, have questions, education, uh, things like that, or do they just come in, drink the beer, and hang out? Well, yeah, we, a lot of people come in and ask questions, and, you know, you get you always have those people. It's like, well, we want a double IPA. We want a triple IPA. We want mm-hmm. a stout, bourbon stout, all that kind of stuff. Um we do a lot of random one-offs at the brewery. We do have a 13 tap list during tours, and it rotates very often, almost weekly. And that's where we do experiment with bigger IPAs and beers with vanilla bean oak or beers with, you know, just anything that's not quite normal. 
Awesome. Awesome. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Beer Guys radio show. Coming up after the break, we'll talk more with Evan from Abide Brewing. We'll crack open another Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. And so we will be back right after this. Miss a show? No problem. Get the Beer Guys radio show on demand on the AM920 The Answer mobile app, on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Aaron. I want to give a quick shout out to our newest sponsor. It's Hopspot Beer Tours of Atlanta. Now, there's a lot of tours out there, but what makes Hopspot Beer Tours different? Well, you get exposure. There's more to Atlanta craft beer than just breweries. A Hopspot Beer Tour gives you the who, what, where, and when to craft beer right here in Atlanta and the state. Education. Whether you're a native, a transplant, or a visitor, you'll always learn something new. And connection. Hopspot connects you to guests, local breweries, and businesses to create those lasting relationships. We invite you to check out what makes HopSpot different. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at HopSpotATL, and of course, visit HopSpotBeerTours.com. Use promo code BEERGUYS10 and receive 10% off your order. HopSpot Beer Tours. Hop on, get connected. That's HopSpotBeerTours.com. Don't forget to drink local and drink Georgia. Now, back to the Beer Guys. And it's the Beer Guys Radio Show, Georgia Radio for Georgia Beer. BeerGuysRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beer Guys Radio. Coming up later in the show, we're going to be talking this week in Georgia Beer. Right, but right now we are back with Evan from Abide Brewing in Noonan. And uh, we're going to crack open their uh, pale ale here in a couple minutes. This is our Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. And uh, I, did, I got a question for you about Abide. So uh, the name Abide, uh, I know what what I think of when I think uh, of the word. So uh, where did the name of the brewery come from? It's a, a very common question. Um, we started in Noonan and there was no regulation for it. So we kind of took it as the definition to Abide, Abide by the rules, to accept that objection. You know, we're, we're here um, trying to be who we are and, you know, I don't know. It's trying to abide, trying right? to abide, abide yeah. by the rules. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Doesn't have anything to do with a movie that has a dude in it. The dude, exactly. The dude abides. The dude abides. So, so. Cool. let's but talk about your. Go ahead. He only says abide one time in the movie. He does. Does he only? I didn't realize that. only one time. And isn't it funny how that'll happen? How a little thing like that'll get stuck, and that's yep. uh, yeah. Then I go on and on and on. So, <laughs> what? Let's tell you what. Let's talk about your beers. Okay. So uh, we started out with your Coeda Common, and this is. Uh, uh, you said kind of a, a hoppy uh, Belgian, uh, Belgian blonde. Well, American, kind of American hoppy blonde, American right? blonde. Hoppy American blonde. Excuse me. Yeah. So you just like and Belgians too much. You just have to get. I that do. In your head. That's, that's like, the thing. You know, anytime I hear blonde, I got to admit I think Belgian. That's that kind of sticks with me. The Belgian blonde. So that's. Uh, and I think you're getting ready to share your uh, pale ale with us here, right? Yeah. Our so. next beer is our, our local pale ale. Um, comes in at six percent. It's kind of our East Coast West Coast um, pale ale. It's gonna be um, kind of earthy. A little bit piney, citrusy, um, and we kind of use a non-traditional dry hop. We use it um, summit at the end. So okay, it's kind of non-traditional for the dry hop sense. Open the beer, Evan. Let's do it. Open the beer. <laughs> it's fun to try all the different dry hop styles and all that that we've got there too. Uh, uh, it's it's amazing that it changes uh, a beer. You know, the you change up the hops, get a little yeah. different thing. That and nowadays, the I mean, there's there. there so many varieties out there now, and of course, some are becoming harder to get, but uh, you know, you could you could go years almost and, and dry hop different types of hops sure. and see what it goes. And even with that, and there's ones that continue to come out, you know, mm-hmm. experimental varieties and all that. So 
And college is good for something when they make all those uh, experimental Experimental. Hops. So now uh, another beer you have, the, you have Asian Persuasion. Hey, now. Right? Yeah. So. It's, it's our, our summer seasonal. That's um, It's got it's a pale wheat with fresh lemongrass and ginger. It's a beer we've been brewing for quite a while, and it's it's a pretty good hit in the summertime. For yeah, it sounds bet. refreshing. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. And then, yeah. of course, you've got the Browns Mill ground. Uh, Browns Mill, um, I'm not as familiar with the South Side as I should be. That has to do with something local. I know it does. Yeah, it's <laughs> named after the Battle of Browns Mill. I knew that. that. Down there in Cowboy County. Very cool. Yeah. That's, I knew, I, it sounded familiar to I, me, too. I'm a history Bring minor. Bring the local history I, into I'm a history minor. I should have known that. It's terrible. That's it. So, so now you have, you also do limited releases and seasonal releases, and that falls under uh, what you call your Three Rivers and the Dude series, right? Exactly, yeah. The current Three Rivers series is our IPA. It's a, just a big West Coast IPA. Um, we haven't done anything under the Dude series. That's going to be more of our our higher gravity, our doubles, or you know anything that's... Your imperial type styles, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We haven't quite done that yet. We've been pretty much... Full time on our core beers and a one seasonal at a time at, at the moment. Boy, I tell you what, yeah. I'm uh, drinking your uh, local pale ale. This is right up my alley, right here. I like a nice hoppy pale ale, um, you know, like a Sierra Nevada, and this is this is hitting it for me. I, I really enjoy this. Yeah, a little, little earthy, a little, little piney, a yeah. little citrusy. Yeah. This just crosses my threshold. Aaron and I chat about this. He jokes with me about it a lot. I used to say, I don't like IPAs. I don't like, I don't like you know, hoppy pales and that, but... I'm coming around. I still, You'll I still like, uh, you know, the bitterness uh, low. So this is this is this is tasty. I mean, it's a tasty beer, but for my personal palate, it just kind of crosses my my threshold there. Yeah, I'm if still going to drink it. This I'm is yeah, this is this though, is good. So. It's not again overly hoppy, overly bitter. It's good, solid. Like I said, very similar to a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Um, and, and it's got a nice hoppy nose to it. And like you said, a little bit of a pine to it. It's the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're talking with Evan Scanlon from Abide Brewing in Noonan. What are some of the releases that uh, you've got coming up? Anything you're working on? Uh, we have, we just released our IPA. It's a, it's a, a West Coast IPA. Um, and then the summertime coming up, we'll, we'll release our Asian Persuasion. Um, we kind of see what's going on in the tap room. We have a lot of beers on tap and see what's been popular. Um, but it's we're just so limited to about three beers at one time at the at the moment with a size brew house and fermentation and having full time day jobs right yeah it's, so. tanks empty gets filled back up and gets empty gets filled back up so it's kind of we we don't want to lose a tap space on our on our core beers our common our pale for sure and if we can rotate the Browns Mill in with the next seasonal that's what we're going to do but we we definitely don't want to lose any tap space so it's kind of Making sure our core beers, the common, the pale, are always on tap somewhere. Now you mentioned uh, a little bit about uh, the laws there. You know, being a dry county and having to abide by kind of the rules there. You know, we're we're currently eagerly awaiting in Georgia the the updated regulations from the DOR. You know, yeah. they released that, and we've got uh, we're kind of in the middle of the thirty day comment period here, and then there's a a twenty day wait after that is issued before they go active. So. I think I did the math, and we're looking May 26th-ish is what I looked at. So uh, with the new regulations, if they go into effect, do you see any changes for your brewery or, or anything that you, the way you do things? Um, we we're, we should be able to benefit from it and, and a little bit of it. I mean, being as small as we are, we can't offer the full-to-go packages like sure. some of the bigger breweries can. Um, we could do it on our core beers, but we can't have a random one-off as a package to go deal. Um, but it is going to help us. I mean, we're small, so any type of extra revenue for us is, is, is beneficial. Um, but it's 
it's still a law that needs a lot of work. I mean, sure. it needs a lot of work. There's so many other states around us that have far better laws. Than like we do. almost all of them. Everyone yeah, except so. Mississippi. Let's yes. put it that way. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still, you know, still a long ways to go. And something we're going to cover uh, a little more in depth in the future is, uh, you know, there are certain uh, beverage industries in Georgia that kind of ha- can get some exemptions to where mm-hmm. they can sell or self-distribute in that. And, uh, you know, like the, the article we were talking about earlier, there are just so many benefits to be gained from that, you know, for the wholesalers as well. I mean, yeah. you know, you get, uh, we were talking to Wicked Weed and, uh, you know, they do self-distribution, but they've grown to where that's too much for them, yeah. you know, and they need to get a distributor to, to help them to grow so everybody can benefit from that. Yeah. So uh, that's, uh, you know, that's just kind of the, the way it goes. Hopefully we'll get there. Now, uh, Evan, we talked about your beers, your brewery and all of this. So uh, uh, anything else that you'd like to share about kind of what you guys are doing or anything you want folks to know about you? Um, that we're a, a little small brewery, dude, and come down and see us. I mean, we're, we're open every Saturday, 1 to 5, um, full-time jobs doesn't allow us to be open more than we would like to. Um, but we're open every Saturday. It's a fun time. We have 13 beers on tap that rotate, um, you know, cornhole music, and it's it's a good time. People enjoy it. Well, and cool. this, you know, some people in, in Atlanta may not know this, that Noonan is, actually is inhabited. I mean, people do live there, correct? <laughs> yeah. There's, so, there is life know, OTP. Down, check yeah, out the right. brewery and, uh, you know, see uh, see what's going on there. So, great. Evan, we really appreciate you, you know, speaking to us today, telling us about your brewery. I look forward to coming down and visiting with you guys some and, you know, drinking some, drinking some more of your beers. Come yeah, down yeah. and see what yeah. you got on the tap room there. So, yeah, thanks for having me. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're going to take a quick break. Coming up afterwards, we're going to talk uh, about this week in Georgia beer, and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Scott from Burn Hickory Brewery in lovely Kennesaw, Georgia. You're listening to Beer Guys Radio, Georgia beer for Georgia people. Georgia radio for Georgia beer. This is Tim and Aaron from the Beer Guys, and here's the deal. You've got that one friend, you know, that one you can never shop for. He's got all that cool stuff. Yeah, that guy. Well, we've found something that they don't have, but they're going to want. The Atlanta Brew Box is a Georgia craft beer experience to go. Each box contains tour passes, a t-shirt, and a bunch of other swag from our local breweries. It's fully customizable, and starting at only 40 bucks, it's a great gift idea. It's unique, it's fun, and it is Atlanta. Head to BeerGuysRadio.com, click the link on the right-hand side of our webpage, and that's will get you there. It's the Atlanta Brew Box, the Georgia Craft Experience in a box. It's Aaron and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. And welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I'm Aaron Williams, and we are Georgia Radio for Georgia Beer. BeerGuysRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beer Guys Radio. Wrapping up today's show with a little bit of news and notes, uh, we kind of got sidetracked with all the uh, 
uh, Georgia law we stuff. We were that talking we were. and drinking and this and that, so it happens. Yeah, exactly. So uh, won't you fill us in, man? There, we got some news tidbits to share. Tell yeah, us what's we up. do. So uh, interesting notes from uh, actually our one of our very first interviews as a uh, beer guys, Baron Sluter. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to him. He's been named brewmaster at Dry County up in Kennesaw. Again, we talked to them a couple of weeks ago at the. Uh, Depot Park Beer Festival. So uh, good for him. Uh, Dry County, of course, expanding a little bit and uh, growing slowly. Yeah, and on their, our first interview that we did with him, uh, Barron was going to go to Georgia Beer Company. We did put this on our website, but yep. uh, just due to some personal reasons, he couldn't go down yeah. to Georgia Beer Company. That's all the way down in Valdosta, yeah. right? So yeah, so this just takes him back over to Kennesaw. Yeah. So with uh, with Dry County, so very cool. Yeah. Good group of guys. Barron, Trey, Coop, all good people. Yeah, definitely good guys. So uh, interesting notes from our neighbors to the north. Of course, uh, North Carolina has been in the news uh, so far with their quote-unquote bathroom bill talking about gay and transgender rights, and I'm not getting into that because this is not that type of show. But it's interesting. Beer that, loves uh, all people. Exactly. Beer loves all people. And uh, But interesting, though, 36 North Carolina, Carolina breweries have signed up to sell a brew aimed at uh, fighting this, uh, this law. It's called the Don't Be Mean Beer. And uh, what's happened is that uh, Mystery Beer and Pony Saurus is uh, brewing a Saison, and they have a fundraising campaign with it, uh, offering $18,000 so far with that campaign. So I say it not to have a political agenda, but I say it to interesting the power and the community of beer. I thought that was an interesting thing about that. Yeah, come so, together, absolutely. Yes. So. Speaking of the lack of being partners in community focus, uh, unfortunately, another one bites the dust. Uh, when it comes to craft beer, AB InBev has acquired Devil's Backbone from Virginia, so, uh, again, uh, there's another one that uh, is gone under the label of big beer. And I think in the news stories they did use the term partners. Partners, quote-unquote. That's the press release story. Yes. We took you over, and now we're going to do what you need to do. So, anyway, <laughs> there's an interesting story, by the way. The last week, uh, Shoney's. Now, when you think of Shoney's, Tim, what do you think of? Uh, 2 a.m. breakfast bars after drinking till 1.45 a.m. Exactly. But you know what? There's a new Shoney's in Ackworth that has opened up that eliminates the middleman because they're now serving beer. That That's why I like it. It is absolutely brilliant. So you can go to Shoney's, get your drink on, and then have your breakfast at 2 a.m., which is good. And plus, they've got some local uh, taps Biscuits on there. Biscuits and gravy and a big shanty, right? That's, that's what I'm talking about. So Monday Night Brewing has on tap, Burn yeah. Hickory Brewing and Reformation all on tap at the Shoney's in Ackworth. And... Uh, by the way, there's a very famous owner yeah. of that, which is awesome. Uh, Big Papa Pump, a.k.a. Scott Steiner. Crazy. Which did is, you see the pictures on Facebook? I Any did, other? yes. Uh, we All saw. kinds of big... Re- now, I'm not a wrestling fan, but okay. I know it's big around it's here. It's still but real I saw, to me. Uh, Jeff, okay. Jarrett, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett was there. You know, Big Papa Pump was there. There were several... Kevin Nash, I think, yeah, was there, too. So we need to get Joey back in, because Joey's a huge wrestling fan. See? But uh, yeah. Tell him to go up at Shoney's. <laughs> he can hang out with the wrestlers up there. Exactly. So, so by the way, Big Papa Pump, if you're if you're listening to the show, we want you on, and we'll talk uh, Shoney's and Ackworth there, too. Another opening, interesting, actually. World of Beer is expanding, and they're actually opening in a place that I wouldn't expect them to open in Augusta. So good yeah. for them. You know, when I saw this, I thought, you know, we've got the breweries coming up there, the uh, the World of Beer is coming there. So good for Augusta because that's yeah. been kind of a, a ghost town for craft beer. Definitely. So it's great that they're getting some stuff there. Yeah, definitely a dead area, and it's it's Georgia's second biggest city. So uh, good for them again. It's uh, it's it's crazy to think about that. I never thought that Augusta was the second biggest city in Georgia, but it is. And again, they've got uh, those two breweries opening up. World of Beer. Hopefully, they'll get back into the craft brew scene. Maybe we'll take a trip up there and uh, go from there. Covering all the corners of Georgia. That's what we're trying to do. Absolutely. So you know what? I um I love watching TV. Of course, everyone loves loves watching TV. But I love the reality shows where they kind of do a makeover and they like do they make over the businesses. You know, like 
The Prophet on CNBC. I don't know if you've seen that or not. I haven't um, seen that one. Okay, there's uh, another one called Bar Rescue, by the way. Have you heard that one before? I have heard of that one. Okay, it's a guy, his guest's name is John Taffer, and he's like a bar expert, whatever. But he goes into failing bars, and he remakes them and hopefully turns a profit. Basically, these okay. bars are just junky dive Kitchen bars. nightmares for bars, exactly. right? Exactly. That's okay. exactly gotcha. what it is. Well, it was funny for me that, um, you know, of course you have to do quote-unquote product placement these days, and uh, they do a lot of product placement. Uh, the one that they just showed uh, last week was in St. Louis. So they had Budweiser everywhere. I mean, it That's was awesome. Budweiser <laughs> Uh, murals. They had Budweiser beer on draft. All their food was Budweiser. They had uh, AB InBev bigwigs into the bar, like testing out their glass. So basically, it was an entire 55 minute infomercial for Budweiser, which kind of turned my stomach. But then at the end of the show, you know, they say six weeks later, this is what happened. Well, I love the they fact they were acquired by AB InBev. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> even better. They said six weeks later, they shut down and they're only available for private events only, and everyone left. So, all right then. So Budweiser did not really work out for this uh, St. Louis thing. <laughs> See, I was, was thinking, great. you know, you're talking St. Louis. I thought maybe Schlafly or Side Project or something, but I don't think they have advertising budgets that uh, Budweiser yeah, does. They had so. uh, quite the advertising budget. So anyway, I love Bar Rescue, but that would just kind of turn my stomach, and I just had a kick out of that's good saying stuff. that it shut down because of Budweiser. So uh, stuff that's not shut down. We've got a lot of things going on this week in Georgia beer. We're gonna hook it up. Absolutely, no shutting it down. Hook it up. So we're gonna start out this week in Georgia beer. We got some uh, goodies to give away. Cool. So, and this is, we're going to have a little swag pack here that we'll send out. And our winner this week is Lindsey Burke. Nice. So congratulations, congratulations Lindsey. We'll, uh, we'll drop you an email to, to get your contact details, and we'll send you along a very cool swag pack. Including some swag from Abide. Right. Uh, we got Evan's some awesome been... stuff that Evan just was nice enough to bring us. So. Yeah, pretty psyched about that. that. We appreciate so, thank that. Thank you. Enjoy. Definitely. So, and then other other mm. stuff, all kinds of good stuff, events, beer releases, all of that. So, uh, today, today is busy, Aaron. Yes, it Today is. In fact, is we're busy. ducking out of here pretty quick and uh, coming up we to Athens. we got stuff to do, Aaron. Well, there is beer that needs to be drank in Athens, Georgia. So uh, <laughs> that's it. But started off, uh, uh, there is the Creature Comforts two-year anniversary. Uh, you know, that was uh, last year was a huge one. I know I heard about that. So we're going to be over there enjoying that, checking it out in Athens so again. So swing by and say hi to us. Yes. Yeah, say hello. So we've also got the Helen Spring Beer Fest. Uh, that starts at noon, and uh, that's in the Helen Fest Hall there. So uh, neat little town if you haven't been to Helen. I think probably most people in the Atlanta area have you, at, you least, go at least there done least a, a trip to Helen. What, so. Helen, uh, Georgia? Oktoberfest. 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 You know, I haven't been up there for Oktoberfest It's a huge yet. hit. Yeah. It really is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I have to do that sometime. It's, you know, I, I'm all for drinking you know, uh, Hefeweizens and, and this and that. And the and eating some Jordan, and the, yeah, yeah, Berlin and having some uh, German food. I'm all about that, so that's cool. We also have Suds on the Square from noon to 5 p.m. in uh, Fayetteville. I'll, I'll be there pouring beer. You'll for be, about, okay. Yep, come awesome. by and see us. Come I'm not by. sure where we're at yet set up, but um, I'll be there. Come by, say hi. we got some stickers and stuff. We'll have the, the handout. Cool. So Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, go by. Say hi. Try their beer. Try the Coweta Common, right? I think yeah, uh, Common, Common and Pale Ale is what we'll have on tap okay. there. Very yeah. cool. Excellent. So also the Hogs and Hop Festival in historic old Fourth Ward Park. Uh, we've got an oyster roast at the Wing Cafe and Tap House that's in Marietta. Yep. Uh, Arches grand opening. Congratulations so to them. Yes. So anniversaries, grand openings, beer festivals. Uh, we've got also you can check out our first look. We visited Arches last week, as we mentioned. We yep. did a little write up on the website, so check that out if you're trying to decide whether or not you want to go down and visit uh, Hapeville. Uh, Go. Yeah. yeah the, just just go. And the cool and thing the, about but, that, uh, what Arches is doing, is they're kind of staggering the releases, so they're not kind of 
flooding right. the entire brewery with people on the first day. So you've got you can buy tickets and it's a kind of a staggered opening, which is nice. Yeah, now I noticed something. I, I saw three to six PM listed on the Facebook page, but I believe their website shows starting uh two PM okay. for tickets. So check that out. You may be able to get into a little earlier than than I thought there. And then uh tomorrow evening, if you're uh still standing upright or if you take it a little light during the day, Orpheus is doing a barrel-aged beers and cheese pairing event. That so, sounds something that's right up Jason's alley. Yeah, saying, absolutely. Yeah. Me too. I love I love beer I and too. cheese. They pair really nice together. So if we weren't uh, over on the other side of Georgia, I'd definitely check that one out. Okay. So that's going to be good. And then uh, next Thursday, a little quiet the first part of the week, but Thursday over at Red Hair, they're having a Triumph and rare Red Hair Scrambler night. So they're going to have some motorcycles out there, All right. you know, serving the beer. So uh, check it out. So uh, some beer releases for the week. Aaron, yes. uh, one that was released a little earlier this week. This is brewery only, but it's the first bottled sour beer from uh, Red uh, Red Brick. Very cool. And that's called their Solera Project Number 1. So that's uh, that's one. Check it out. Go by the brewery, see if any are left. It is very limited, so you may be out of luck there. Uh, but it is a blend of barrel-aged beers uh, aged with uh, lactobacillus and uh, Britannomyces. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah, so good stuff. So the Three Taverns Double Shot uh, Bottle Release. That's a great beer. Have you had that before? I haven't had it this year. Oh, it's so really good. I, and, but everyone that I've talked to that's had that has said... You know that that's an excellent beer. Yeah, the guys so, at Lincoln Fill Station turned me on to that one uh, earlier last yeah. week, and it's it's good stuff. But yeah. they did the brewery release on that uh, last night. Okay, uh, so I'm not sure the details on on getting to market, but uh, you know it should be out there soon. And Three Taverns also released the next in their Sour Asylum series, uh, Sour Asylum Number Six, Province, and this is a lacto fermented ale with lavender and sage. Okay. So yeah, you know, they do some some fun stuff. Yeah, you know, some definitely. creative stuff. And I've I've tried some of those that the flavor combinations sound unusual yes. to me, but some of them end up working out really well, you know. Of course, so. we're also talking about the guy who also brewed a uh, tomato, I roasted tomato and, I knew uh, you were going to say that. And basil saison, yes. so there you go. Yeah, we did. But that <laughs> as I as I said, that was my my buddy Brian's idea, but yeah, sun-dried tomato basil saison. It was actually quite tasty. So, uh, you know, some other uh some other beers coming up, some planned releases, something coming in the future from Georgia Breweries. Uh we've got uh Sweetwater Barrel-Aged Festival. Uh they're going to take their Festival and okay. age it uh, with Brett. Do some uh, barrel aging with Brett. Also, Sweetwater is going to do a blood orange version of their Take Two pills. Interesting. So, uh, you, there's a lot of blood orange IPAs. We've seen a lot of those coming out. Yeah. But they're going to take a little lighter style, throw okay. some blood orange in it. So, a Pilsner. With blood orange. Sounds good, huh? That does sound pretty so, good. Yeah. I do like the blood orange. The, of course, Terrapin had the Walking Dead IPA. Right. Uh, Digits uh, up at Burn Hickory has the blood orange as well. The uh, one from Clown Shoes. Uh, Clown Shoes, the Aurora Orangialis. Yep. Uh, the, and that was tasty. That was a good beer. Yeah, That's, I'm looking forward to that. Because uh, we, we kind of joke with them when we talk to them that, uh, well, did you pick blood orange for your beer because of all the ones we've got here in Georgia? They're like, no, it was just kind of coincidental. <laughs> but we do. There are a lot of them around here, and several of our breweries done, have done them. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I enjoy the flavor in beer. No, it so. is good. Definitely good. So, well, speaking of good, well, not good. Uh, we're almost out of time. Oh, Actually, no. we are out of time. It's very sad. It happens. Yes, exactly. So, uh, that's uh, all we've got for this Great. week. Uh, this week's Beer Guys Radio Show. Coming up next week, though, I'm excited for this one. We're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to pair beer with cigars. Crazy. You're a cigar guy. I am. I'm a cigar guy. Yep. We're going to be looking forward to this. And week. we're going to have some really knowledgeable folks on here to help us out with that. Yeah, definitely. Broadcasting from the Buckhead Cigar Bar with a Stogie Review blogger, friend of the show, and your partner in home brewing, Brian Hewitt, will join us. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, the owner of Atlanta's own El Premier Mundo Cigars, Sean Williams, will be, us, be with us as well. So uh, 
Looking forward to that. Uh, we're going to have some strong beers and uh, some strong cigars. Evan, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, we guys. We appreciate it, man. Enjoy Definitely. It, so. All right, we're the Beer Guys, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Beer Guys radio show. Miss a show? All shows are on demand on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Tam and Aaron on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Beer Guys Radio. Call the AL line at 678-861-8-AL. More Beer Guys coming up next week. Same time, same place, same tap. Till then, here's to you. Hey, it's Aaron. I want to give a quick shout out to our newest sponsor. It's Hopspot Beer Tours of Atlanta. Now, there's a lot of tours out there, but what makes Hopspot Beer Tours different? Well, you get exposure. There's more to Atlanta craft beer than just breweries. A Hopspot Beer Tour gives you the who, what, where, and when to craft beer right here in Atlanta and the state. Education. Whether you're a native, a transplant, or a visitor, you'll always learn something new. And connection. Hopspot connects you to guests, local breweries, and businesses to create those lasting relationships. We invite you to check out what makes Hopspot different. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at HopspotATL, and of course, visit HopspotBeerTours.com. Use promo code BEERGUYS10 and receive 10% off your order. Hopspot Beer Tours. Hop on, get connected. That's HopspotBeerTours.com.